Claire here. A quick question for you. What does a good content marketing routine look like for you? And how can you create a content purposely to save time and avoid stress? In today's episode, Joe is covering five ways to build a new content marketing routine for your business. And let's get to it. Welcome to the Digital Bosses Podcast with Joseph and Claire. Our definition of being your own boss means showing up for yourself so you can show up for everyone and everything personally and professionally. So congratulations on showing up, boss. We created the Digital Bosses Podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you start, grow, and build a perfect online business. If you are a business owner, creator, looking to build an impactful brand that makes a difference, you are in the right place. So let's dive in. Here we are, it's Joseph here, and we are back with a very, very interesting topic, which is content marketing routine. I did an episode about habits, which if you haven't listened to, make sure you go back and listen to it because I think it will really help you to become a bigger achiever with a new routine. And it's all little tweaks that you can do in your daily routine to make you be more productive and happier. And today, instead, we are talking about content routine. Why content routine? Because having a content creation, content management routine, when you're working online, it's essential for your mental health, productivity, and balance. So whether you are commuting to somewhere really fancy today, or whether you're going to work, whether you're walking your dog and you're listening to this, I want you to press the download button because I think these points will really help you. I want to start with the first one, which is the content creation plan. I want you to think about content creation planning and follow this particular method. I want you to start looking at your content and look at what's been working and what hasn't been working, looking at your analytics, whether that is on Instagram, whether that is on TikTok, whether it is on LinkedIn, whatever you hang out. And on the next content calendar you do, I want you to have a theme of the month. Think about your content and your page like a magazine, okay? You have a specific theme of the month and that theme will give you the roadmap to create the content. And in line to create content that is captivating and converting for your audience, I will suggest you to take this path. You want to have a piece of content that is informative content about your industry. You want to have educational content, which is for your niche. And then you want to look around at your favorite creators and remix a video that is interesting to your community and audience. And then I want you to create a format about something that is interesting to you lately. Why? I don't know about you, but I often see in my grade the same thing all over again. And full transparency here, you cannot feel motivated if you're bored. So if you follow me on social, I always share this, create the content you would like to see. Whether it is a TV series that you're obsessed with, whether it is a documentary that you found value out of it, I want you to think about what you've been consuming lately as a user, not as a creator, and translate that topic into something that might be relevant to your audience. I introduced a new real series on my Instagram, which is called Pop Culture Portfolio, which is really about all the series that I watch on Netflix, Amazon Prime, you name it. And What I do, I look at the series and I analyze the marketing strategy and the brand strategy that they use. It is usually a green screen reel and I will have a picture of the series behind me and I will have my mini mic, which is part of the family now. And then 
I will have a little commentary style. The idea of this reel came to me because I am very, very curious about celebrity gossip commentary. I love a good red carpet. I love a good moment of Access Hollywood. I don't know if you relate. And when I was looking at the Johnny Depp trial, for example, I was like, this is so trending on social media. How can I translate that to something that might be relevant to my audience. And I talked about brand protection on Instagram stories and I did the same style of reel. So just to give you an idea, and this is the whole purpose of this is to give you elasticity of thinking. Okay. So you take something that you're really obsessed with that you cannot get enough of. It might be a series or whatever you like and translate it to your audience. That's a very fun type of content because it trends, it's different, it generates conversation. And the whole point of that particular piece of content is to come out a little bit of your comfort zone and generate conversation about a mutual interest with your community. And that's how also you build a community that is interested because you're not only talking about one thing all the time, which is boring, but you're also injecting a little bit of your personality, which I think is super useful. Now we're going to get to point number two, which is content creation. Content creation can be the most time-consuming thing out of all of them, okay? Once you thought about the content, what you're going to be talking about, it's time to create it. And this can take hours. So I want you to be strategic with it. Because remember, anything that you share on social media, it's free. You don't need to invest too much time on that because it's still free value. So as much as it's important, it doesn't generate you any revenue yet. So when it will be, and if it's a paid type of content, that's where you're going to invest more time. I want you to have this little mindset shift because it's going to help you a lot on your priority list of the day. Now for content creation, I'm going to give you two type of ideas. If you are a content creator and that's your job and you're getting paid to create content, I want you to create content one week ahead. If you are a business, whether it is product-based business or service-based business, I want you to have two weeks ahead of content creation ready. Why? Because if you do a full month, this might be a little bit too early. And as you know, especially on Instagram, Mr. Mosseri loves to pop in and say, hey, we change it all again. You need to change it again. And this is what they do weekly now. I used to be someone that was creating content a month in advance, but then I shifted to two weeks at a time, just so that I can change it and actually allow myself to jump on a trend or jump on a conversation or talk about specific content or specific updates that has been happening in my niche. Now, that's the first part. You want to have a week or two based on your industry. The second part is you want to pick a day of your week where you're shooting your video and a day to create your graphic and your caption. Bear in mind, these two things, not on the same day. Why? Because creating video and writing caption and doing graphic are very big time-consuming tasks, which means you will be fully burned out by the time you finish. So I want you to divide this task if you can. When it comes to your video content creation, as you know, I am a video kind of guy, I want you to film your content split it into clips. If you're doing a longer frame content, you want to have all your points ready as a bullet point. Do not script your video. I cannot stress this enough because once you script it, you're going to do it all over again and you're going to lose your natural pace. So you want to have bullet points, maybe three to five if it's a real, 
in five to 10, if it's a YouTube video, whatever you prefer. And what you do, you're going to have a clip for your intro and hook a clip with your points and you want to have a clip for each point. How many times can you do this again? If you make any mistake, not more than two. If you made a mistake more than two times, you want to look at the video and keep one and it's going to be okay. You can add text, you can add emoji, you can make it work. Do not waste too much time and allow progression over perfection. If you're editing video as well, you want to make sure you do the editing on a separate day as well. So if you do not do carousel, maybe the graphic design side of it is less so you can do the editing and the caption together. You want to look at your content schedule, look at your content format and which one is your main priority for you now. Bonus tip here, whenever you are doing the caption writing, the graphic design or the editing is also the time when you can schedule your content. If you have extra time, you can take a day for scheduling. I used to do that for clients a lot. I will do the content for the client, caption writing and graphic in one day, and I will do the scheduling a different day. It depends on how many people you're working with and if you're doing content for more than one person. It's easy to actually have a full day of scheduling for all the clients. I prefer to do it this way as a social media manager. If you are a content creator, you might have a little bit more time in your hands, so you might do the scheduling differently. Point number three, it's super important and it is my favorite because this allows me to speak to you listening here or you on Instagram if you follow anyone on our communities and it's engagement strategy. Now, it's super easy to spend hours on social media engaging with people. So as a business owner, time is money. So you don't want to waste too much time doing so, but that doesn't mean you don't have to do it. That means you can do it strategically and here's how. I want you to avoid the scrolling when you open the platform. You know that little real tab that is on the bottom of your screen? Avoid that. You know the homepage one? Avoid that. I want you to go straight to your comments and start replying to people and engage with their content. Remember the rule of reciprocity. People engage with you, that means they invest time on your content commenting. You have to do the same. That's how you build a community and that's how you also demonstrate that you are interested in what people have to share. You're not a celebrity, you're a business owner and a creator and what you want to have, it's a page and a community of people that support your work because you are worth it of their time. And remember, every time someone press follow, they are investing on you with their time and their fingertip. So you want to make that investment worth it. This is a very big statement, but I think it's really important. And when it comes to engagement, there is a big thing that I used to do, which was feeling mentally overwhelmed by it. And you probably can relate, depends if you are on your beginner journey as a creator and business owner on social media, or if you are an intermediate or advanced, this thing will change. But I will, what I will say to you is the biggest mindset shift I want you to do today is going from oh my goodness, I have to engage. How boring is this? To, wait a minute, let me check on Tony or Monica or Claire. Let me see how they're doing. Let me see what they're doing on their page. What did they share today? Let me see. Last week they were talking about a trip. Did they go on a trip? How was it? Let me just check. Be a human on social media. This is what it's all about. When you create this connection, I promise you, it's never wasted time. These people will be invested on you because you stand out from everybody else. Something I always do, and if you're part of the tribe, you know, 
I like to send a video message to people. Make it very personal. Take one second while I'm taking my morning walk and say, hey, how are you? When I use my social media on a morning walk, I like to do that. I try not to use social media on a morning walk, but sometimes we're humans and we trip into that. But yeah, that's what I mean about authenticity. There's a lot of talking about authenticity and sometimes it only takes one small step at a time, which is being invested in other people's life as much as they are in yours. Hey, it's Claire here. How's going? Are you enjoying the episode today? And what is your biggest takeaway? If you like what you're listening, and make sure that you go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We value your feedback and let us know how we can improve. And now, back to the show. Point number four is collaboration. Okay, now the collaboration wheel can be exhausting. And if you follow me, you know that I'm a big collaborator person. I love a collaboration on social media for three reasons. First reason, because it allows me to see how other people work, get to know them in a different level. Number two is because it exposes my content to other audiences that don't know me yet and that allows me to have more impact. Number three is because it allows you to understand what your community can benefit from in terms of perspective and allows your supporter to have a platform as well. You might be somebody with 800 followers. You might be somebody with 500 followers or 50,000 followers. You have a voice. And if you have been supporting me, that voice needs to be heard from other people. And that's why I collaborate with different sizes of account. A lot of people do collaboration only with people of certain size. I don't do that game. I am not that person. It's just not me. I value the content, not the followers. That's just not how I roll on social, but everybody has their own choice and that's mine. And when it comes to your collaboration, however, you want to be very strategic in the way you do it. So when you are approaching somebody for a collaboration, whether you are the person approaching or getting approached, there is a specific strategy that I will invite you to follow because it will help you save time and stress. Now, I want you to pick the creator for the month, okay? So you're going to have a theme of the month, as we discussed earlier. Think about keywords that are related to that theme. Think about topics that could be related to that theme. And then that's where you approach the creator and you say, okay, this month I'm talking about this topic and the keywords for this are the following. Would you be interested to collaborate? This makes you stand out from the crowd because you are on the game, you are on it, and you know exactly what's been happening on your page. You need to be elastic, of course, but you want to know what's happening in your page because that's your tribe. So you want to make sure you satisfy the people that are on your tribe. The second part you want to do is defining the roles, okay? Who is creating the content? Who is editing the video? Who is writing the caption? These are elements that are so important. I found myself at the beginning doing collaboration with people that basically were just sending me a Google Doc, really badly written, full of mistakes and making me do all the work. And what happened was I realized that to do a post, it usually take me an hour. I normally create a carousel with graphic and et cetera within an hour. It used to take me three or four hours for a piece of content that is also free. So for me, it was not worth my time. Now, what you want to do is to really identify from stage one, 
who is doing what. I, for example, do the editing all the time for the video. I don't mind doing that. I'm really quick at that. And that's where I shine personally. And I love people to write a caption. And then what I do, I just tweak them if they have the wrong tone of voice for my page. And then I will help the person to the hashtags or whatever. I like the idea that everybody has a role in the collab. So that really feels like a collab. Otherwise, it feels like you are commissioning your regular day-to-day tasks to somebody else that you don't pay. Now, the next point is really important, and it's something that a lot of people might disagree with, but I do think if you organize your content strategically and you have a theme of the month, why limiting yourself to one type of collab? I do think if I give my platform to another creator, I want the creator to have the maximum exposure as possible. So usually what I try to do, and that's something that really allowed me to stand out at the beginning when collaboration were very fresh and nobody were was doing them, was to give the platform to the creator for at least two days. So one would be a carousel and one would be a live. And the topic can be the same, okay? You can take the same topic and analyze that topic in a different way on a live. So you can do the carousel, which is the written part, and then you can go live and talk about the same topic in a different angle. And that's how you can have two pieces of content. Something that I like to do sometimes is to allow the creator to be the host so they can save the live with me in it and then tag me. And then I will share the collaboration on my page as well for a set amount of time. And it would be the best of both worlds because they are exposed to my community. I get exposed to them and that's a win-win. I do love a good live, but I also do like a collaboration that is structured. So I did different type of collaboration in the past. I did reels, which I love. I did carousel and I also did Instagram story takeover. All of this can be repurposed. So you don't want a person from the other side to have to create a lot of content. You have to be smart in the way you approach them. So you can say, okay, I'm thinking about collaboration structuring three placements. Okay. So I want you to do an Instagram story takeover with a few tips and I want you to save the video so that we can repurpose it as a reel and then we can go live and dive into the topic a little bit more. There we go. You have three pieces of content, very little effort from the creator perspective and a very powerful collaboration, which will make that collaboration valuable because people will get used to and familiar with that creator, which is the whole point of having a community. Make sure the person you collaborate with are people that are familiar to your tribe. And if they're not, you need to get them to know them. And that's really, really fun. Another point is engagement. Whenever you're collaborating with somebody, you have to engage and they have to engage. A lot of people love to cast themselves on Slack, do the collaboration and say, okay, I can post and ghost and leave. It happened to me plenty of times. And that really irritates me because the time that I invest in my community is the time I will expect you to invest in my community if you are my guest, because I do the same on the other pages. So it's really important to be equal on the collaboration. Think about a collaboration on Instagram, like a partnership in a corporate job. You have to have specific roles that are defined and regardless they're paid or not, that's not the prerogative. It's ethic and work ethic. And I want you to think about that because your page It's the place where you invest a lot of time and energy and often money. So you don't want to devalue that for somebody that is not willing to put the same amount of effort you are doing. And if they're not, they're not your guest and that's okay. Last but not least is the timer. I want you to set a timer for your engagement. That's right. You are spending, I know you are, I am watching you. You are spending so many hours on social media and engaging 
And let me tell you, there is another person that is guilty of this and it's me. We are all here to improve, am I right? So it's good to acknowledge that we all have a problem. So we need to improve that. So I want you to set a timer on your phone and break down the time of your engagement throughout the day. So I used to do three hours of engagement in the afternoon because I would pick three hours free out of my day to do so. What I started to do recently, it's actually splitting the time throughout the day. So I will do 30 minutes in the morning. I will do an hour at lunchtime, and then I will do 30 minutes in the afternoon and maybe 30 minutes in the evening before I switch off my phone and I start my evening routine, which I talked about in the other episode. This is a very good way to dilute your engagement and actually be present in a platform in a way that gives the illusion that you're always there, even when you're not. And that happens a lot with your content as well. Make sure you have, and this is a bonus tip, very clear and defined content formats you use all the time. For example, I love a good reel on Tuesday and Monday. Monday, I will do a reel that is talking talking reels. Tuesday, it will be a remix of somebody else's content. Then on Thursday, it will be either a carousel or a carousel reels, which is a new format I'm testing now. And then on Fridays, not every week, I will have a bonus type of content, which is a live content, whether it is a live repurpose, whether it is a live session that I'm doing as we speak, whether it is a hosting from somebody, somebody's having me as a guest. That piece of content will be shared on Friday because there will be something that the audience can consume throughout the weekend. And I allow my audience to digest the content. You don't want to be there every day. It's too much. You want to be there with the illusion that you are there constantly, even when you're not. And the way you can do that is having a very clear content strategy. And another key point here is to make sure you're working with a platform, not for the platform. You're not working from Instagram. Instagram does not pay you. And if they are good for you, they might not pay you enough. So make sure you are spending time strategically to allow yourself to run your own business as well, because that's what Instagram is for. You are marketing something that you're selling. Instagram is your tool. So you need to use it strategically. Last but not least is the perspective. And this is how I'm going to wrap up this episode today. I want you to have a little mindset shift on the perspective of engagement. People talk a lot about consistency, but what does consistency mean? Consistency means being present with your content constantly and in a way that allows the person to be familiar with you. Now, engagement is as important as posting. A few months ago, I was really busy for a couple of weeks and I haven't been able to actually be present on social media as much as I would have liked to. So what I did, I went on story and I said, okay, guys, I was supposed to do a video today. Did I have the time to it? And I didn't have the time to engage. So I will skip the posting for today and come back when I can. And I did a couple of days later. You can do that as well. Allow yourself to be flexible with it because you are somebody that is working really hard to thrive your business. So you need to allow yourself to have the time for that. So sometimes that means coming off social media and focusing on other things and that's okay. So Engagement is part of posting. It is equally important. I would say more important. So for example, what I do, I will post on Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday will be my day of engagement where I really catch up with everybody, whether it is on DMs or comments. Nowadays, I tend to be quite active on comments and then leave the DM for one day of the week where I am able to reply to each one individually. And then Thursday and Friday, I will be 
active posting, or if Friday I don't post, which happens quite often because I like a Friday off, I would just be present on the comment. What does that mean to you? This is consistency. I am consistent following my own schedule, looking at what's happening in my schedule, and then allowing social media to be part of it without being forced to be there all the time when I can. And this is the way I want to wrap up this episode. And I want you to take a minute to really think about what's your engagement strategy, what's your content routine, how does that look like, and how you can change it following these steps. Well, this is the end of the show. And thank you for listening to the Digital Bosses podcast with your co-host, Claire. I hope you enjoyed our conversation today into all the practical tips and hacks that you can apply to grow your business and you are ready for the next level. If you like the show today and you would like to support our podcast, make sure that you share with other bosses and take a screenshot and tag us on social media such as Instagram and LinkedIn and let us know how we do because we would love to hear your feedback and make sure you catch us over there to get more support. And until then, I will see you with Joseph same time, same place next week.